0: This year is going to be Eidun Ishmat Eliezer, Kohen Ben Angela and Natan Ben Zoya. This is also going to be for Rafosh Denmas, Fetlana Bat Usnat, Yosef Ben Belta, and Chaim Hilayd Ben Rivka. And also for the shute of Amishtetu Chavah for Roshana and Yom Kippur. Together with the Menorah, whenever the Kohen Gadol did the uh, did the uh, service, did the uh, avodah. Together, they to said whenever he did the uh, another thing of the avodah that he did with the Menorah. It was the kohen, the kohen gave the incense. He offered incense, and he did it on the small altar on the inside of the mishkan, or in the in the in the kodesh in the kodesh. He did it, and the incense, the ketoret, brought delight to the soul. It brought like pleasure. It was very pleasurable. Brought joy. It increased the amount of yirat shamayim someone had for Hashem for his for his mishkan. And the chachamim say that the sense of smell, there's, we have the senses. They say that the sense of smell is the least physical out of all the smells, out of all the senses. Why? Because it wasn't it wasn't ruined by by Adam uh, by Adam of Ishron's by the first Averah why? because we see that Adam and Chava we in the Torah Adam and Chava saw the fruit and they also listened to the talk about it that you should eat it that you shouldn't to, to, to seduce the other person to convince the other person to eat it they took it with their hands this is sense of touch and they enjoy the taste. This is a, the sense of taste. But the Torah never tells us that they smelled it. So because of this it didn't it wasn't involved in the Avera of the first Avera. So the Chachamim explain how the how the Kitovit how with such a it's such a extremely high level it's such a it's one of the it's it's Hashem's favorite offering and we could see this because after the the mishkan was built and all the all the korbanot that we, all the korbanot brought the shechina didn't come into bed into the mishkan until the ketoret was was given until the kohen did the ketoret the, the shechina did not did not come down so in our own home we should also Offer a, so to speak, incense, a ketovet. David Amerech says, Hashem We have to serve Hashem with joy. This is it's especially true on Shabbat. That we say there's a song, there's a song called, the Ashkenazim, the Ashkenazim sing it very much, it's saying, Rest and joy, a life for the Jews. Is a day of rest and a day of delights. Habezgan brings a story. Says a story. It says one time he was a young student, in in Lakewood. There was in Lakewood Yeshiva. He was a student over there, and there was a, righteous goy over there. He worked. Basically, his story. The, the short thing of the story of the of the goy. He was he was a young person and he lost his entire family at the time of the Holocaust he was saving Jews, whatever he could, whatever he could do and he survived the war and he went to the Yeshiva and he had such a love for Hashem that he went over to the Rosh Yeshiva and he says Kudarav, I'm not Jewish but I want to work for you free of charge because of how much I love Hashem, I know this is what, what he wants me to do so one Shabbat, Rav Yagen sees him he sees 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 this worker this guy and he saw him so happy He's, big smile on his face Lavy again goes over to him he says no bob bob why are you why why are you so happy he says Senor, this is uh, Shabbat today is Shabbat says, you know what Shabbat is he says explaining this that shabbat Shabbat Lavi again is like oh my <laughs> Even the guy was able to feel Shabbat. Was able to feel the elevated, how elevated his he, it, it, the the spiritual uh, spirituality in the world for Shabbat. But Am Yisrael, uh, we see sometimes Shabbat is like uh, we have. To, oh, Shabbat came again. We have to do Shabbat again. Can we just uh, find a way? You know, find some type of leniency. Maybe if we. Travel while we're doing it, we could ki- skip skip a few hours. We look at Shabbat like it's something bad. Hashem wants. Hashem looks at at how we do so how we fulfill mitzvot. He He looks at how we do it, not just if we do it or not. He looks at do you do it with a smile, with joy, with everything we do it with a, uh, with sour face like oh again this that. So do, do we do we do it? because, just because we have to, okay, so you have to, this, that. But do we do it only because of that? We say, ah, oh, listen, okay, I have to, again, now I have to get up for Shakhalit, I have to get up for, I have to stop my work, I have to go pray Mincha. Or do we say, oh, I have another chance to speak to Hashem, let me go, fast, let me do whatever I can. Hashem sees how we do it. So, let's take an analogy, imagine there was a father Asking his daughter or his son for a tea for a cup of tea. She he asks, he says, Can I get a cup of tea? She says, Okay fine, one minute. A few minutes pass, a few minutes pass. He says, No, is my tea coming? She says, No, but do I have to? I'm busy, I'm this, I'm dead. Says, Okay fine, whatever, never mind, I don't want it anymore. It's okay, thank you, it's it's fine. So she the 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 daughter would get up, the the daughter gets up. As if like uh whatever she's forced to get up, she boils the water, rinses the cup like it's nothing, there's still a little bit dirt inside, still a little bit uh whatever dust from the cabinet it stayed for such a long time. She still leaves a little bit of soap over there, she puts the tea bag, everything brings the it brings the tea to the father, it spills half of the, half of the cup on the way to the father. Father tries it. It's sour taste, sour. It's not it's sour taste. So she left some of the soap over there, but it's not. It's not only sour because of the soap. It's sour because how she did it, how she gave it to him. It's like the it, I don't even want this anymore. I wanted. I wanted. A, I wanted. A, I wanted with a full heart. So it's sour taste because it's like a, half a gift. So in twenty years from now the, the, whenever you, the children what they're gonna remember is not is not if you were tired Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, whatever it is they're gonna remember they're gonna remember the the way your face looked on Shabbat, if you had a happiness on Shabbat, if you were glowing with with some type of with a with a joy like oh Shabbat is here, Baruch Hashem, I get a day to be as connected as much as possible to Hashem. Without the worry of the work. Or whatever it is. It's just me and Hashem to learn. Or to do anything that's. To elevate Shabbat. If you do that then. You're to, your children are going to see. And that's going to be the best gift to give them. There was one time. A story. With Ravi again. There, there was a, a couple that came. To Ravi again. It was the. Shachor family, Shachor came, Mr. and Mrs. Shachor. They said they started crying. They said, "Why, why did this happen to us? Why?" He says, "What happened?" He says, our, uh, "We live the same same lives as our neighbors, but their son became a rabbi. Baruch Hashem, everything's good. But our son, what happened? Our son married a Christian. How could this happen to us? Marry someone that's not a Jew? I, like we." we we did the same thing. We we have this. We we're also religious. We're religious. They're religious. Everything's the same. Both of them, both the, the 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 neighbors, the Lev family and the Shachor family, they were very close. They did everything similar. Both of them, the the fathers got up before nets, prayed early in the morning, before dawn, wore big kippot, nice wool seat, you know had to study Torah every day, regularly. They were religious, as religious as could be. Not only that, the the, the, the sons, it was Baruch Lev and Dov Shachor. Both of them were, were classmates for many, many years. They were both together. But Baruch became a rabbi. But met a Christian girl and got married and left, left Judaism. It would have been better for his parents if I shemimah uh, if he would have died. Then it would have died, then this would have happened. It would have been less painful for this. Uh, you know, okay, he died. You know, dying, What can we do? But this is something uh, now is some type of problem. So, again was thinking and he said, You know what? I think I know the reason. He says, let me describe you a few scenarios and tell me if I'm right. He told them the scenarios and they agreed. They agreed that this is right. What was the scenarios? The Shachol, Shachol family, the father, got up for nets. He wanted to pray nets. He got up. And it was very difficult for him because sometimes he couldn't go he couldn't fall asleep until midnight. And it was very challenging for him. And Dov saw this, whenever he was a little boy, he saw this. He said, Abba, why are you getting up? It's still dark outside. You're supposed to be sleeping. He says, listen, this is what I have to do. I want to be successful. I want to, you know, we cannot be lazy. We have to get up. Dov saw this. Okay. said. Dov saw this. He saw his father putting on tefillin. He's freezing outside, he's picking up his sleeves. He says, what are you doing? You're supposed to keep your jacket on. He sees putting on tefillin. He says, Abba, what are you doing? What is that? He says, it's tefillin. It's tefillin. Whether we like it, summer, winter, we have to put it on every day. Dove sees this. Okay. Sukkot comes. Sukkot, Mrs. Sh- Mr. Shachor always hated to do something... Some type of carpentry. He always hated working with his hands, but sukkot, sukkot needs to come, so he has to build a sukkah. He has no choice, and he had to. L'dow saw this. He sees that, he, that his father has to leave his comfortable house and go into a little hut for a week. And Shabbat comes. Shabbat every week. The Shachol family kept Shabbat 100 percent. Fully strict Shabbat, as much as possible, halachot and everything to the death. Dove saw this every week, every week. What did he see? He saw Mrs. Shachor, he saw his mother, his ima, making meals for Shabbat, beautiful meals, nice meals, everything. But every single time she saw, he saw, he saw his mother. He saw she was like, oof, it's, so, it's too much. Every single time complaining, complaining. Like it was a burden. It was very difficult. And on Motzei Shabbat, she was like, "Oh, Baruch Hashem, now I can relax, go back to normal. Everything's okay." So, Dove from all these things, he saw it, and he he took in everything. Everything. Little kids, they take they, they're like a sponge. They take in everything. They see, oh, you said like this. You said a bracha like this with more kavana, with less kavana. Oh, you said a bracha with skipping words here. And there they see this. So he took in everything. So it says poor Abanima. They have to. They they're living their life, spending their life with things they don't want to do. They're suffering. It says I don't want that type of life. I'm getting away from it. As Dove grew up, he he chose for himself. He was able to choose. He says I'm the I'm not doing this. He threw away the Torah, threw away mitzvot, and did whatever he had to did whatever he wanted to do, to get the easier life. But the Lev family. What did the Lev family do? It was different. The Lev family, when Mr. Lev got up, says, "Abba, why are you getting up so early?" Mr. Lev says, "I have to get up to serve Hashem." He went and he spoke to his son, with a nice whisper. He says, "You know where I want. You know where I'm going right now. I have. I'm going to the shul right now. I'm ha- I have an appointment with the King of the World." I'm so excited. I can't. I can't even sleep. It's, I can't sleep. I want to go as soon as possible. Bo, look. Wow. My Abba is going right now with the King. Meeting the King. has an appointment with the King. So Abba, can I come also, please? Can I? I want to come. I want to come. He sees the. He sees his Abba putting on tefillin. Abba, what is this? He says, "This. You know what this is? This is Hashem's name is inside this." It's inside this 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 box I'm putting them on to be connected with Hashem to be always attached to Hashem I put this on I have radar with Hashem I know what Hashem wants Hashem knows what I want closer connection Baruch sees this he sees, wow I want one also how can I have a closer connection to Hashem Sukkot comes Sukkot he sees his, he sees his father hammer nails walls He says, Abba, what? You, you have a different job? when well, you became a builder right now? He says, no, no, no This is Sukkot, Sukkot right now Sukkot means that Hashem takes care of us Whenever we were in the desert the clouds of glory He took care of us from the sun, from the weapons from everything So we take this Sukkah so that we could relive that we could remember it every year Baruch loved Sukkot. He he remembers this. He loved it. Every single time he would make new decorations in school. They say I I want to put I want this for Sukkot. I love Sukkot. Shabbat every week. Shabbat also left family. Shabbat straight, strict with all halachot to the dot. Baruch saw that his family looked forward to Shabbat every week. Shabbat was like, the, the week was a countdown. Shabbat, every day. Every day they would count, they would count. Oh, Bro Hashem, Shabbat is here. Yeah, they would enjoy it. They would look forward to it. And he saw his imam preparing Shabbat meals. Also beautiful, beautiful Shabbat meals. And she was so happy, so enthusiastic on it. Moshe Shabbat came. She was, uh, she, she she the Baruch saw that his Ima was upset that uh, you know Shabbat Queen is leaving right now. She was like, Oh you know, I can't wait until next next week. So what's the difference between the Shachol family and the Vef family? The Shachol family, what did they say? They say, listen, we have to do the mitzvot. We have to do it. We like it. We don't like it. We have to do it. The left family. What do they say? They say, "Son, we love to mitzvot. This is what. This is the happiness that we get. We we have, We don't. You don't understand how lucky we are to have this privilege that we're Jewish. That we have Shabbat. We have Sukkot. We have Tefillin. We have all these things. And what was the result? Little dove, Shaho, look looked for a way to escape it. But the Lev but Bauch Lev he looked and he wanted more. He wanted always more. So see that that with the with the kids they see everything, Mamash. And we we, we have to know, we have to we have to show them how much we love to do it. Of course we have to do it. So as well we have to do it. We have to do it. We like we don't like we don't like. But the, but we have to show the kids, and we have to grow ourselves. We can't just okay, listen, you know, now I have to do it again and again. We have to grow. We have to grow. We have to learn to love it, learn to do it. I'm doing it right now. Now, okay, even if I don't want to do it, I'm doing it. My with the full heart, with full feeling, with full connection to Hashem. Show this to our kids. Show, son. Of course you have to do it. Of course, there's no doubt. But the reason I'm doing it, I love it every single time I do it, I do it, it gives me, gives such happiness, such joy. This, the kids are going to remember for a lifetime. They, this is what they're going to remember. In the house, in, in, in our sanctuary, in our house, Hashem wants to, to to make it pleasant, to make it pleasant atmosphere, with joy, <laughs> Every day every Every day of the week There's The, the, the Chachamim say is it Who is rich? You think Okay fine Listen Someone that has money Someone uh, that has uh, A lot of stocks A lot of uh, assets No Chachamim say A-Samech Person who is happy With what he has and Torah says What does Torah say? Torah says you should be. You should. You should rejoice in all the good that Hashem, your God, has given. Has given to you and to your household. Who's your household? It says to you and your household. The Chachamim, the, the the household means your wife. The Chachamim called the man's household the wife. I mean, every single thing that Hashem gives you, he gives you the privilege to put on tefillin. He gives you the privilege to do all these mitzvot. You have to be happy. Everything that you have, you have food, you have house, Bro Hashem, you have everything. People don't have this. A lot of people don't have this. You Should be happy with everything you have. If, if, if Hashem knows, Hashem know. If you, if He knows you needed more, He would give you more. He knows you don't need it right now. You don't need it. So we have to make it. We have to make it pleasant. Make our house and our family understand that this is something. Happy something good to, to do every day of the week should be joy e, even more on Shabbat on Shabbat is the day that's today is the day every day is Hashem, happy everything Shabbat is so and being a pleasant person being pleasant is very crucial to being to to, to being holy and to being a righteous person. It says that the, the the Torah is <laughs> the the Shalom, the ways of pleasantness, and all its and all its paths, and all its paths are pleasant, are 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 peace. Meaning that, you follow the Torah, you're supposed to be pleasant and peaceful. And kindness is one of the three pillars that the world stands on. And Misethat Tavot says. In Mishnah also, in Perkevot, it says, Receive every person with a gracious uh, gracious face, gracious, gracious countenance. Meaning that every single time you see someone, you, you meet someone, you have to say, Hi, how are you, how's everything. Show them with the face that shines, it's, with a big smile. As we say, pleasantness. What is pleasantness? How do you give pleasantness? Pleasantness is that you you're gentle, you're polite, you you're you help a lot, and you're you loving to you to your own to your husband, to your wife, to your kids, to your friends, family, and that's also not only includes whenever everything goes your way. This includes whenever everybody's it's all like balagan. In the morning, everybody needs to go to work, needs to go to school, needs to go everything is. Whole thing, or right before Shabbat, Friday afternoon, right before Shabbat, everybody, the the, the the wife is going crazy. She's a little bit late on the food. Everything's everybody's tense. You you have a shower. Everybody needs to go take a shower. There's five, uh, five people, one shower. You go first. I go first. Uh, you know I want to go first. Everybody's on top of each other. this is also time to be pleasant. <laughs> Rabbi again said this one thing. He said this small thing. He says the one time he was on a half hour flight. On a half hour flight, the flight attendant, every few minutes came to him. He says, can I help you something? Can I help you with this? Can I help you with that? He wants some, uh, some, some tea, some hot tea maybe, some uh, some some juice, some coke, something, water. Every single time okay. What, what can I bring you? What can I do for you? What can I... He was like, what, such, such effort. It's... It, such kind, like caring words that people that she used please me. Can I help you? With this, if, if only a husband would speak to his wife this way, or the other way around, a wife to the husband, it, their, their marriage would be so. They, they would be youthful when they still grew up. It would just, it, it would, the marriage would be fresh. And the flight attendant, she does this for what? She does this for a small salary, half an hour flight for small salary, you know, here, there's a, a little bit of money. But we do it, the reward that we're going to have is infinite. In ulama's, we have a happy marriage, we have a, we, people see us, they automatically, and also in ulama ba, but sometimes, sometimes, we need constructive criti- criticism. But it also has to do, be with pleasantness, with, a, a specific tactic Compassion The Torah says <laughs> You have to re, you have to Rebuke your friend And don't uh, get a sin Because of him was Rebuke your friend uh, Rebuke him as a friend Don't just rebuke him like You, you this, you that Rebuke him and say Listen, you're, you're a friend of mine I want to help you I want to this Do it out of concern Out of I want to help you now you look at him as a, as a miskin, like uh, okay this guy's in the middle of the garbage dump, I'm gonna like listen you're a loser but come I'm gonna give him show him some respect while you're doing it it was one time Rav Ravi again has this uh, he had a story that one that whenever he was in yeshiva he had a he had a a, a fellow student that he saw that was coming he he Regularly, He regularly overslept and came late to Shekharit. So, Rabbi again wanted to tell him. As I said, you have to rebu- your friend. You don't have to just be a rabbi to to tell people, to rebuke them, to help them, to, for constructive cr- uh, criticism. So he says, I said, Listen, if, uh, how am I supposed to tell him? So he says, you know what? I'm telling him tell- like this. He went over to him, and he says, you know, I have something to tell you. I have something to point out to, uh, about you but I'm not worthy enough to tell you so I, I can't really tell you and automatically the guy was interested he was like no please tell me tell me please I want to know I, said, no, I can't you know, I'm not worth it. it's not I'm, who am I uh, I'm your rabbi I'm this I'm that who am I, I said, please tell me I want to know I want to know listen you're my friend you're my this please let me know he said okay fine you know you're a very important person you you're, you're very important. I see you trying, you everything, but Whenever you come late to pray, it's not it's not so good. You know, I know you're a tzaddik, but you know people are gonna look at you. They're gonna start thinking this, that, or people are gonna learn from you. Also do it. Also come late. It's not uh, so proper. You know. He says, you know what? You're hundred percent right. He says, from now on, I'm gonna come early. And he and Rabbi again said that he did. He came early. Because he he says, Listen, I'm who am I? I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm nothing. So if you if you don't mind, please you know, maybe I'm gonna tell you a little bit. He gave he gave him it was he made it believe like it was his his decision, his idea. To, yeah, listen, I want some construct, constructive criticism right now. Give it to me. Tell me what I need. Tell me what I need to help, what I need to do. Now Going back to the Ketoret, the incense The incense had a very powerful property to it It had the power to stop nagefut, to stop plagues While Moshe was in Shemaim, was in heaven Taking the Torah, receiving the Torah The Manach HaMavit, the angel of death Came and revealed the secret to him the secret of the Ketovat that the Ketovat is able to stop stop plagues so when was this used? when Hashem destroyed Korach and his followers because they rebelled against him destroyed it because Korach went against um, uh, Moshe his, his servant his prophet started making up halachot. Tzitzit, mezuzot. Same so thing. He was rebelling against against Moshe and Hashem, so Hashem destroyed them. The ground opened up, swallowed them, uh, swallowed them alive. So what happened right after? Well, I think Okay, fine. People want to go to biggest rabbi in the world at that time, uh, in, uh, ever. Moshe Rabbeinu, biggest rabbi. What did the Jews do? They complained to Moshe and Aaron. They said, you killed Hashem's people. Not Hashem's people? You just saw that he was going against. And Hashem made a miracle solved them up. What did Hashem do? Hashem became upset. He became angry, so to speak. What did he say to, to Moshe and Aaron? He says, remove yourself from this assembly and I shall destroy them in an instant. He says, remove yourself. I'm going to destroy them also. Moshe right away, he told Aaron. He said, go, take the incense, take the ketowet. And go light it up. Do whatever you do. Whatever you have to do. Because the, the the plague started. The Torah says it, it says this 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 uh, episode happened. It says Aaron took as Moshe has spoken, and he ran to the midst of the congregation. Behold, the plague had begun among the people. He placed the incense and provided atonement for the people. He stood between between the dead and the living. And the plague was stopped. So the Midrash adds a certain thing and it says the Aaron found the Malachamavit over there. He was killing people. Aaron said, Stop, what are you doing? Don't stop killing people. Aaron stopped him, but unfortunately, already fourteen thousand seven hundred people died already by the time he got there already that much people died he took the Manachamavit and he dragged him to Moshe dragged him to Moshe and that's how it stopped so the same way as we see the incense the Gitovet has has power to stop plagues stop sickness same way Shabbat also has the power has healing powers the power to the Bring healing to the world Whenever you visit someone on Shabbat you don't, You're you not supposed to wish him You're not supposed to uh, wish him A speedy recovery Usually if you go you visit someone You say You should have a speedy recovery But on Shabbat we don't say this What do we say? We say Shabbat hi ok. lavo. We say since it's Shabbat, we're not supposed to cry out. But healing is close. Meaning, what does it mean? It means the Shabbat itself heals. I don't need to say it. We don't need to say B'zat Hashem. No, Shabbat itself will heal. And many times there was stories. The, Rabbi again, many times he saw and he he saw this firsthand. There was one time whenever he was in Miami, and there was an Israeli couple that came over to him. With the the, the wife, the, the 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 woman over there. She came. Her name was Sh- uh, Shlomit. Shlomit started crying to ravi again. Said, I already had two malignant tumors that they removed, and yesterday I just found another lump. I found a new lump. I went fast to the hospital. I went fast to the doctor, and he said, he he saw it. He said, we're gonna do an operation." The day after tomorrow. But he says, b'emet there's almost no hope. You already had two, now there's a third one. No hope. So she's begging to, to Rav says, Please, Rav again, please give me a bracha. Please help me out. Rav again says, if you want a bracha, you need schuyot. You need to have merits. You need to take it upon yourself. What's the thing? He says, you have to sign a commitment that you're gonna keep Shabbat, family purity, and tefillin. The husband and wife look at each other. They said, "No problem." They both signed that they're gonna keep this. They're gonna keep this. If we again asked for a small donation for pidyon nefesh. Pidyon nefesh, you have to give a little bit of tzedakah and you say tefillah. So. Because they, they took it upon themselves to do it. So he asked for a small donation. And he did the pidion, pidionefesh for her. Two days later she comes back. She she calls him. And she says, "Kodarav, it's a miracle. The doctor, before he took me in, he says, you know, let me check one more time. He checked before the surgery. And the lump was gone. Nothing there anymore. He was like, it cannot be. He checked again; nothing was there. He was like, maybe it moved deeper, Shalom. Now I have to check. He did a small cut. He said, there's nothing there. It was. He was so surprised. He was shocked. He couldn't believe. Nowadays, everybody looks looks for sgulot. for sgulot to make themselves feel better, to to make them their family happier. Every all these type of things, panasa, this that health all everybody looks for skulot Just look for a quick fix let me do this quick and then I'm going to have it but the best skulot are the things that are right in front of us Shabbat Torah Mitzvot Rosh Shana is coming up very soon it's this week Rosh tomorrow night Rosh Shana Rosh gonna be we're gonna, we're gonna take it upon ourselves to do tshuva shlema, To finally keep Shabbat. If whoever is not keeping Shabbat. Or whoever is keeping Shabbat, do more. Observe more. Try to make it better. Try to make more Onik Shabbat. Learn more halachot Shabbat. To make sure that you're keeping Shabbat to what it's supposed to be. Show the kids. Show the kids and other people also. Show yourself. That, you're, that how much you love doing the, the mitzvot if you're not at that level grow to that level try do whatever you can to start loving it if you even feel that a little bit you know I don't really want to do it I don't want this I don't want that do it of course you do it you have to do it but you do it whenever you say I'm doing it do it with your full heart do it say no problem I cannot get it I'm doing it I'm doing it with full heart with the full with all my might the kids ask, why are you doing it? Listen, this, that, I understand. I, I was feeling it slowly. I'm feeling that this is what it is. And I learned from the Rav. The Rav told me this, it's the best thing for me. I'm doing it, and I feel it. The kid's going to grow. The kid's going to understand. He's going to say, you know what? I want this also. We're going to be-, be kabel an- al- To do shlema, And bi- be Hashem. Signed and sealed for a good year bezrat Hashem. שנה טובה ומתוקה, עזרת השם ברוך עדני לעולם המן ועמי